Hey y'all, welcome back to the Message Podcast. It's your host and girl, Malaya. So on today's episode, we have our my first guest here and it's Landon Brown. What's up, Landon? How are you? What's up? What's up, Malaya? How are you? Um, I want to say thank you for inviting me to this podcast and I'm the very first guest. Amen. So I'm excited. Yeah, no, for sure. So um, before you introduce yourself, I need to introduce you. Um, so I was kind of thinking back on our time of like when we first met and um, it was obviously at FCA. So I remember that specifically um, three years ago, actually, now I think about it. And um, you were so kind, you were so energetic and ready to go, ready to hear the word, ready to preach the word, which I definitely admire you for that. Um, and I could totally tell that you're on fire for God, which is so amazing. Um, so you say preaching and you're just always so wise. So um, Landon, introduce yourself a little bit more and who you are and stuff like yeah, that. So uh, like you said, I'm Landon Brown uh, I'm from Houston, Texas. All right. Uh, I got two sisters, I'm older sisters, they're like moms to me. <laughs> I'm real close to my parents, uh, but also I graduated from ETBU. I played uh, five years um, on the basketball team. Um, also, I majored in kinesiology, and I'm currently working on my master's in Christian ministry. Yeah. And I'm currently working full time uh, as a resident director at ETBU. Um, so I first worked at like security here, and then <laughs> academic success. Now I'm uh, working as a resident director. And it's definitely a ministry opportunity just to get to like work with students and talk with students and love on students and care for them. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, that's yeah. so awesome. So tell us a little bit about like your, how you got to ETV in the first place. Like what brought you to East Texas? Yeah, so it actually is a long story, but I'm gonna sum it <laughs> no, up. No, we're good. <laughs> I'm gonna sum it up a little bit. Uh, so actually after I graduated high school, um, I didn't have any uh, basketball offers at all, which was just crazy, you know? Wow. And I didn't, and my SAT scores and my grades weren't the best. Um, so right after um, I graduated high school, I didn't know what to do. I had no plan. I didn't know where to go. All my friends went to different colleges and I was just like hit. I hit rock bottom um, and it was very tough. I'm um, in a tough season. But that in that tough season, that's when I actually like went all in with God. That's when I actually like fully surrendered and said like, God, now I give up. I don't know where I'm yeah. going. I don't know what to do. I'm going to trust in you. Um, and then when I really put my full trust in, in like, re I realized that I'm in need of a savior um, to, to carry me, that's when he started to work. Um, and then for that year process, uh, I went to community college for classes, but I also was in like a post-grad um, prep school where we played uh, uh, junior colleges around East Texas, like Kilgore, Tyler, Jacksonville, different schools like that without using our eligibility. So okay. there's all- Oh, that's so cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So there's all like people from all over having the same mission. So they, they already graduated high school, but now they have another another year to like kind of showcase their skills oh. without using their years of eligibility. Um, and then that's how I got an uh, offer for ETBU. It was a process, yeah. uh, but then God just took over um, and started using me in different ways. And that's like a little small story, but that's how I got to ETBU. Then. Uh, made the made the team, um, and then also I started all my years on the team, and it was just crazy how God just worked um, through that process. And I'm just like in awe still to yeah. this day every time I share the story of just who He is. Yeah, and that's awesome. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. That's really cool. Um, I also think it's really interesting too that like when they hear your name, Landon Brown, they automatically think of you as like a leader. And like I definitely that's just my opinion too. And yeah. I know a bunch of other people on campus think that, but like 
you have such hard work at work ethic that like you got to this point like you came here you know for that because of your hard work and also it's just so cool that like you led your team in a lot of different ways so tell us like your experience about like basketball like here at UTB like your time being on the team for a little bit yeah so I was coached by Brandon Kern he was it was his very first year okay um, so I think that's when like God has placed him in my life for a reason because um, that coach he trusted like he trusted and invested in me as a freshman um, and wow. usually as a freshman, you don't start at all. You know, yeah. so when I came on a team and I started, I was like, okay, God, like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> using me, but he actually like fully invested in me and like poured into me, not like on the, like not just on the court, but off the court as well, just spiritually. And being that um, kind of like a, a person that God used like as a father figure a little bit and just yeah. kind of leading us in the right direction on how to play the game the right way. Um, so as, as a freshman, I was, he was shaping me to be a leader. So like throughout my whole four years, I was able to like grow and God was able to equip me to talk to the teammates, to be a leader, to encourage them. Um, I noticed playing basketball uh, on, on ETB that my gifts were being a leader and an encourager. So okay. when we were on the court or we're like playing again the game, I always hold our team up. Hey, let's get it. Let's go. Oh, you got this. Make the next shot. Make the next play. It's great. Right. Cool. Don't give up. Like, don't give up. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, throughout, you know, basketball game, you're never going to be perfect. Never. Right. You know, it's going to be turnovers, all these different yeah. things. The team's going to make runs, all those different things. But um, I was more like, let's stay poised. Um, so every time we got up, hey, they could make the team made a run. I was like, oh, let's go. Let's, let's, let's put it back. Let's go. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um, so um, but I think those came from, it came strictly from God. But like, it was cool how my coach influenced me um, to be a leader. Um, so I just carried that on, but also passed it to like the, like the freshmen, the sophomores yeah. as I got older. And Man, help help them realize that you know basketball is okay, but it doesn't define who you are. Amen. You know? No, for sure. I've definitely had to like learn that too with like softball. You know, having to like step back and be like, okay, I am a child of God first. I'm not a softball player. Like, and when I don't, when I decide not to play this year, I was like, almost went through like a little identity crisis. <laughs> but yeah. thank God, like for His grace and like His reminders all the time. Like, no, you're a child of God first. Exactly. And I like how you talk. You mention that a lot all the time, especially when you speak at FCA. That's awesome. All right, so we're talking about basketball here, and um, I know you had an injury that kind of shifted some things around with your season, so, like, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, so uh, my freshman year and sophomore season, I was actually having, like, in a really good se season. Like, my freshman year, I made a freshman team. My uh, sophomore year, I was, like, the uh, defensive team and uh, second team and, like, all conference. Like, different awards yeah. came in my sophomore year. So coming into my junior year, I was, like, yeah, like I was in, a, I was in the lab. Like I was putting in work. Like I, I was, was like, lab, like awesome. this, like this year, yeah. I'm going off. Like yeah. I'm going off. But then you have like those two years of experience ex too. Like that's awesome. Exactly. So I was like, I'm already in the system. I've been starting as a freshman. I can actually like um, help this team and let's win this champ. Let's let's win the championship. Yeah. And we were just coming off our sophomore year. We made it to the championship game, but we lost. Oh. So I'm like, I'm coming. I'm like revenge. Like yeah. we have unfinished business. <laughs> Literally. Right. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was like during. Like I was playing the games my junior year, and it was like the sixth or seventh game um, where like my in this injury was like my patella tendon in my knee, uh, where it started to to just hurt every time I played, hurt more, hurt more, and uh, I realized my coach was like, "Let's check it out, let's check it out." So I got an MRI on it, and then they told me, "Hey, you're gonna have to be in crutches. You're gonna have to." Uh, no surgery, gonna have to be on crutches and just kind of rest it. And I'm yeah. like, man, like. 
You know, I'm like, what, what was going on, God? Like, I was my season. Um, right. But I think God did that for a reason, uh, to, like, get me more focused on him. Um, yeah. I think even playing the game, of course, I don't want the game to define me, but I think the culture of different sports, it, you know, it says, like, even like your parents, how many points are you going to score? Your friends, oh, how many points are you going to score? What are you going to do? Yeah. So you have all these people just telling you, like, expecting something from you. And you're just like trying to keep the expectation is like, oh, is that who I am? I'm, yeah. a, I'm just a basketball player. Um, and it was a daily struggle. Um, but I think God, um, my junior year, being injured, I had to watch my team. I had to be a coach off the, like, no, uh, off the court yeah. and be able to pour into those guys. But also my relationship with God got deeper. I got to know him more, a little bit more about like, man, like you are that good. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, even though the injury was like, you know, kind of hurt and stuff like that, but I, I wouldn't trade it in the world because I grew in my faith a little bit more and got closer to the father. Um, so I just believe um, God has a funny way of doing things. And sometimes it's like you don't know how and why he did it. Um, but he was faithful enough. And I learned so much through that season yeah. and just to grow um, and mature in my faith. It was worth it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So that happened your junior year. So then you came back your senior year, right? Mm -hmm. And how was your senior season? So, yeah, so senior season, we made it to the championship. Okay. Uh, I was I was doing better. I wasn't the full – I wasn't my full self. Right. Uh, but I think that was probably one of the best teams. Um, I got to – I really was focused on relationships with the guys yeah. more than the basketball. I was like the hotel rooms, the bus rides, <laughs> the relationships. Yeah. All those things were like my priority. Like I knew I was like, this is a ministry opportunity. Yeah. And that year – was more like sacrificing okay. that year I had like God really told me how to actually sacrifice and love one another because when you love one another on and off the court you will play for each other and you're not worried about your accolades worried about your stats you know like yeah. my my freshman sophomore year I was leading like an assist and assistant turnover rate I was leading in different things so I was like in the game sometime I'll be real in the game sometime I'm like oh I gotta get this rebound I'm sorry big man I gotta get this rebound yeah, yeah. My, for my stats oh, yeah. you know so it was uh but God, he told me, hey, man, sacrifice. Once you play for each other, like, he'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Like, your stats, all those things, they come. They just come. But when you force it, uh, man, you're going to, like, you have a bad game, man. This define who I am. Like, it's a whole bunch of things that go with that. But when I loved and cared for my teammates, actually put God first, he took care of the, way, the rest. Yeah. yeah. So then that's awesome, man. Like, you're – that's awesome. Um, thank you for, like – you're like sacrificing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Not really, but like, thank you yeah. for like showing us that. Um, I know whoever's gonna listen to this can probably like attest to that. A lot of athletes will yeah. be like, no, that's 100 true. Like, you gotta love one another on and off the field, off the court, whatever the case is. You know, the track, whatever. Like, exactly. Because we're a team, you know, and that's important. Like, the community is so important to God too. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you played all four years. Well, like. Your junior year sat out because of your knee, and then talk about the COVID year, like your grad year. How did like how did that go down? Yeah, so the uh, the grad year was a, um, a different type of year, just because it was a lot of change. We right. already we already knew that COVID was a big thing, is changing already. Right. And I think football didn't even play that season. Yeah. It was just basketball started the season off, and also my coach Brandon Curran he left. Okay. Uh, so then I had Chris Lovell. Um, which is uh, he's a, a currently the coach now, yeah. and he spreads the gospel everywhere. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, he can really preach. He <laughs> it so it was different. So I'm like, so I'm coming in my graduate year um, with a lot of change. Yeah. Not only COVID, but just like new coach, new new teammates, um, a lot of things that I don't know now. Also, you're like you're done with 
your undergrad. Yeah, like, that's, so, yeah. That's, a big, <laughs> that's a big change too. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, I don't know that personally, but everyone I've been talking to who's like experienced that, it's like, it's kind of weird it like, is. to adjust to. So that makes total sense. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think during that time as well, I was working security. So I was working full, okay. I was working a full time. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. working a full time job. So I will work from 6 a.m. To 3 p.m., then go straight to practice, then go to weights, and then get some rest, and then get homework. I was dead. I was really dead. Right. It was just a hard season in general, yeah. and I think God was really trying to uh, strengthen me. Uh, but uh, I think that year was the most change. Um, right. I think I really had to, like, this is when I came back, I knew it had to be something bigger than me. Right. And I realized quickly that it was this is not. This is about spreading the gospel to the to this team yeah. and let them know who Christ is. Because you're getting from players from other junior colleges that the coach recruited. Right. You're getting some different players I've never seen before. Um, and I'm the older older guy yeah. too. So it was a difficult year um, that year. But I think we got stronger. Yeah. Um, not only as a team and to love one another, but we got I got stronger in my faith as well yeah. to be able to still love on those guys from their different backgrounds, from where they came from. Um, and, and care for him because um, Brandon, like, I think Coach Curran had a, like he recruited differently than Coach Lovell did. Right. So you have people from different backgrounds and different players that you never seen before. So I got to love on them too yeah. on the uh, personal level. Um, so that really just kind of opened my eyes and say, man, I'm going to love on these 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 dudes right here too. Yeah. Um, not only the people that come from like rich background, but also the people that struggle right. from different backgrounds. I want to love on them too. And, and that's the gospel too, the broken, the, yeah. all those different people. So really opened my eyes and I wanted to care for them. Um, but also in the basketball standpoint, we didn't do as well in basketball, but I think we grew as a family. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that year too. No, that's awesome. I think that's, I, that was my first year here and I, you were like leading them pretty well. I just remember like hearing all the stories of like y'all's team and stuff like that kind of growing exactly i also think during it's kind of growing pain yeah you know like you have some you're like wanting to get to the you know like the top, top and yeah. you're kind of like stretching to get there and with a new coach it's kind of it's hard it's sometimes hard. to like mesh with everything um did you like playing for coach level like yeah yeah so I, I love uh playing for coach level too and i think i learned a lot from a mentor like he was yeah. basically like a, he's, a, really I, like, I, he's a good, so knowledgeable yeah like the word of god for sure exactly he's a, a great mentor and also he gives me opportunities to the, a whole bunch of opportunities to these day, to this day, like to reach different people, yeah. to like go to these camps, to even different jobs that where he uh, worked at before. Yeah. Um, so Coach Love was somebody I can always go to when I have a problem or when I'm just struggling or how do how do I do this? I can always ask Coach Love for advice and he'll be able to get to give me that. Yeah. Um, so the fact that I have two even two coaches, like one that's like he's actually now a pastor, Brandon Curran at a Stone Gate Church. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And then now I have Coach Lovell too, and I still go to him to this day and still help out with the players. Yeah. Um, but I like it was different different coaching styles, but I learned both of them. Right. And it was a lot of change and everything, but God was still remaining faithful, and I, I'm glad I got to play for two coaches. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so a little bit from basketball now. We're going to talk about FCA because yeah. you're like, you're the big dog for FCA here on campus. So tell me about your experience with FCA being at UTBU and just like how you got asked to be a leader and just like that experience so far. Yeah, what what is so crazy, uh, so I've been going, I've been, you know, spreading the gospel for a while here at ETBU, but yeah. I was never an FCA leader until I graduated, Okay. which it was weird because I was telling God, hey, God, I want to be a leader. I want to be a leader. Right. But I think uh, during that time, those four or five, those four years, God was really pouring into my heart and shaping me for that position. 
right. um, because he wants to get your character and your heart right first. I'd yeah. rather him wait and hide me in that season than like put me in somewhere where I'm not ready for it. Yeah. I just fall down. Um, so I think during that season, not only I had to talk the talk, but I also had to walk the walk. Right. And I knew God didn't give me that position until I was able to be faithful and obedient to that. Yeah. Um, so I got, I got it after I graduated stuff. So I was like, that was one of my biggest ministry uh, uh, opportunities. So now um, I was just, I was connected with different, all the athletes and got to pour into like the, the softball, the right. baseball, the football, the basketball, the, you know, all kind of sports. And I just fell in love with it because yeah. it's athletes coming together to, you know, like we know the struggles we go through, like right. even mentally, uh, just like playing the sport, uh, it's hard. It's just, it's like a, the culture of things is very selfish. And yeah. it's, it's like me, 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 me. Right. Um, but this is the time where I can actually be my true self and I don't have to perform. I don't have to, no, no, like I'm already loved by God. Right. Um, so it's just athletes coming together to just worship and say, God, we need you. Right. I know like the sports and all that, I did, we did this, all these accolades and all this, but I'm coming here because I need, I'm in need of a savior. It's bigger than this. Yeah. Um, so that's what I, that was my heart. Uh, like my heart posture for FCA. And it's, it's taking me, like, I got to speak there too. Um, mm -hmm. There's a funny story where I was like, God, I want to speak at FCA one day. And uh, <laughs> like, he, like I spoke there still, but I like, he, he put my very first speaking um, thing uh, big time was at, in the chapel of ETBU. Yeah. yeah so that yeah. Was awesome. yeah, yeah. So it's really crazy because you know, I was like, God, I want to speak at FCA. He was like, Landon, you just that, stop limited. Stop limited. Yeah. Like, you know, and he's a, I was able to spread the gospel uh at chapel. And that was it's kind of crazy how and you spoke at like one of the first ones. So yeah, like yeah. people need the credit, so they yeah. were all there listening. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that was awesome. I we talk about me and my roommates talked about like, <laughs> dude, Mr. Brown spoke at chapel today. Like, what the heck? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, it's cool. Now I, I was excited and just like how God just uses uses me to like on my platform, like the platform I have to glorify to glorify him. And I think that's yeah. the main purpose. He was like, Landon, I'm going to elevate you, but you're here to tell about me. Yeah. Not about what you have done, but what I've done. And he's used he used all my weaknesses and turned them for his glory. And I think, And I think that's what he does. Um, and that's like a little testimony of, just, of my life. But I want to be able to share to those college athletes that they are loved, they are seen, they are chosen yeah. by God. And I don't think they realized it enough because they, all they're taught being an athlete is to work. Yeah. Work, work. I got to work for this. And sometimes they think they have to work for God yeah. when he is like, there's hey. nothing you can do yeah. to earn this love. All you got to do is just say, I'm in need of a savior and I, and I need you. Yeah. And I, he comes in and does a transformation. There's no, your work or you're not even good enough. You're not even worthy enough to be able to, to do anything. Yeah. And that just shows the character of who God is. And I want to be able to spread that to the athletes. So. Yeah. So um, we we had talked about mentioning purpose in this yeah. episode. You kind of hit on that just now yeah. a minute ago. Like, <laughs> what's the purpose of our life? Okay, first of all, our purpose is to serve Lord, like yeah. serve the Lord, um, obey His word, and like obviously like love one another, as you mentioned earlier too. Yeah. So it's kind of all come back full circle. So um, I feel like for me personally, I've struggled with like my purpose. Like, hey God, like, what do you want to do with me? And like, kind of like what you were saying, like after you graduated high school, you were at a place where you were like. God, like, I don't know what the heck yeah. I'm supposed to do. So, like, here I am. Like, use me, send me. And sometimes I feel like I'm in that season still right now. Like, God, like, use me. <laughs> I don't even care what it is, but I need you to yeah. use me, like, right now. Like, ASAP, Rocky, you feel like, yeah. right now, let's go. Like, I don't know. But um, so tell me, like, what do you, how do you think 
you can encourage others to like find God's purpose and like understand like what it is to follow God's purpose. Uh, well, definitely, I would tell them um, to actually develop a personal relationship with Christ. Right. Um, you will never know your purpose until you actually build on that relationship with Him. Yeah. Um, of course, being a follow follower of Christ, once you receive you know His presence and His goodness and His grace and His mercy, um, our job is to know Him and to to make make him known um to others yeah but also if you want to get to deeper like deeper in not just like the wide of course okay i yeah. gotta get to know you and i gotta make you known but like to get to like what are your gifts and what are you called here on assignment for you have to get to know like you need to know that your father more because right. he already has a plan for you he already loves you and cares for you he wants you to develop a relationship with him like in this season i may be a father but i'm also a friend I'm right. also a refuge. I'm also a savior. I'm also a healer. I'm also a redeemer. He yeah. wants to teach you these things, and but you have to walk with them and continue to walk with them. Yeah. Um, I know for me, uh, the biggest thing I struggled with uh, as I was younger was being loved, seen, and chosen. Yeah. Um, of course, my parents loved on me and cared for me, had friends and stuff like that, but it comes to a point of time where that is not enough, and I'm still searching for more. And I've also searched for like in girls, relationships, social media, right. and those things never satisfy. But I had a guy, God came to me and was like, I love you. I care for you. I want you. I yeah. choose you. And once he showed me that, now I'm able to spread that love to others. So that's why my biggest mission, I feel like God has called me. I know it's to make him known and get to know him. But like he even narrowed it down, narrowed it down um, to saying like, you, you, I've called you here to love and to care for people and to know, let people know that they're seen and loved and chosen by God. Um, so since he did that to me, now I can actually pass it down yeah. to others. Um, so I want each of my, like, I have residents in my in my hall to know that you're loved by the creator, that he He cares for you, that he wants you, that he chose you, that you're seen. So when I see him, I'm calling you by name. Yeah. When I see, I want to love, I want to get to know you, you know? So I think he narrowed, narrowed that down for me and say, like, this is your mission. This is your purpose. Um, and I'm going to keep doing it um, until... He sends me home. Yeah, he amen. Sends me home. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, I think with walking with purpose, we can definitely get in like a routine of just like going through the motions. Like, okay, I know God chose me. I know He has a plan. <laughs> yeah, and you just go like, okay, I'm going to church. I'm sorry, I'm going to school, doing my homework. Okay, spending time with family, but like, we're not going all in for God. And yeah, I, and I think the biggest thing is God wants to do amazing things through. Um, through us and like do like kingdom stuff like yeah. some big things um, but I think first um, it starts with getting to know him more and him using you like him using you and I think we need to change our perspective from just like uh, we just serve like a, a small God just keep going through motion no we serve a big God yeah. that he's like I'm, I'm alive today I'm breathing today I have purpose today that means if I'm still alive that means God is about to do something like I'm expecting something to happen. Right, I'm not yeah. just going through the emotions. Oh, like good. I'm expecting, I'm expecting you to do something yeah. that I never said. I'm expecting somebody to get healed. I'm expecting to somebody to come to Christ. I'm expecting right. something. So you, instead of going through like the motions of like, oh, I got to work. I got to school. Oh, every day, every day. And then God is like, I am not a small God. I am a big yeah. God that I created the heavens and the earth. And I have a plan for you. Yeah. And it like, you know, like I have something big for you. And it's <laughs> like, and we just going through the motions. Yeah, and he also says in his word, like, I can do more than you can imagine, like, immeasurably more. Exactly. So, like, why are we sitting here kind of in that mundane? <laughs> I mean, me too. Like, yeah. I, right now, I'm not in a good place. But yeah. here we are, like, you know, like, that's so true. No, that's good. And also, like, I was just kind of talking earlier, like, Landon, 
like I don't know why I said that, but like yeah. with you earlier just a minute ago, like once we accept Christ, like he's inside of us. Exactly. Like, we have a like we gotta go. We gotta do what he says. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I just feel like once you have him, like you got all the joy and like love you need. And so like that's your purpose right there. Like him being inside of you is like that's the purpose, you know, like exactly. And like even with that, like the Holy Spirit, he like he sent, he sent the advocate a helper yeah. for us, the Holy that's Spirit. Good. Like we have somebody big and he's like, Yeah. Call them the Holy Spirit. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. And I, I've even talked to the softball team, and I show them a little like a scenario. An exa- an exa- yeah, I was back it up. Hold on. I was so jealous that you spoke to them, and I'm like, yeah. Allison came home and she was like, Yeah, Landon's about to speak. I was like, Okay, Landon, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, you no, still, you that's still awesome. could have, you still could have pulled up. You know. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Sorry, no, but awesome. like uh, one of the uh, kind of examples I get, I like like representation I gave them so they can get to know, like kind of like see it for themselves is like, say you got like a, we, we use, for example, Lululemon gift card, you know? Right. So say you have a Lululemon gift card where somebody gave you and it's like unlimited. It got like, maybe I say like a million dollars on there. Right. So you're going inside Lululemon and you're like shopping, you know, you're, you're putting all the stuff in your basket. Cool. Cool. You got everything. And then now you're going to the front, uh, the cash register and everything too. And she's ringing it up. The person's ringing it up. Then you come to it total eight, 8,500. That's nothing. Cause you got a million, like you got a million dollars on there. Right. And then you give them the, the, you know, the gift card that somebody gave you and she swipes it. And she's like, Oh, this is not working. And you're like, no, I know there's money in here. Why isn't it working? Like it's in your hand. Why isn't this working? And she swipes it again. And it's like, why isn't it working, God? Like, why is this car? It got money in it, but what's going on? <laughs> and I think this is a big perspective because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, right? But like, just like a gift card, we're not, we have access to the gift card, but we're not calling on the gift, like call, calling the number for access. Like, yep. that's I, why it's not working because you didn't call the number. Yeah, so now, activating. activating it, right? Yeah. So it's not, it's not activated. So we have the Holy Spirit, we're going through the mode, but like, why aren't we calling on his name? And like saying, God, we need like Holy Spirit. I need you. I need you to come do something. I'm struggling. Um, and activate. Like he's like, I got you, yeah. but you have to call on it. Right. Like it's here. Like but it's you, all he asked for is just come to him. Exactly. And, and then, wherever we're at, come to him. Exactly. So once he, when you are calling him, you receive like the the benefits and the things you inherit just because not because of your works, but because of who God is. And he's like, you're my child. I adopt you into sonship or da- and daughter. Like in daughter, you're my daughter. You're my son. And I and I have a plan for you. So whatever I have, I want to give it to my kids. Yeah. So just like you, He's when not you selfish either, exactly. Yeah. So when you have kids, you're gonna inherit like this. Whatever's mine, you got it. Right. Yeah. You have access to it. Yeah, that's good. So I think God does the same thing. He's like, you my child. You, <laughs> I, I got you, but you're not even using the stuff I'm trying to tell you. Which is so funny. Exactly. Because like all the time, I feel like when you are walking in God's purpose, He puts so many things in front of you it's just we're the ones that are like where is it at and he's like mal land it's right there in front of you like just walk in it like it's right there and sometimes we're so stubborn yeah but no that's good yeah okay so now that we've kind of talked about like what god's purpose is like what that means um landon kind of share like what you think are some practical ways like steps to take to like follow god's purpose yeah so yeah so there's always, you know, we've been talking about God's purpose and all these different things. So uh, whoever's hearing this right now, they're like, okay, yeah. But how do I actually, like, apply that? Right. Yeah. All right. Now I'm about to help you. So I think, <laughs> now I'm about to help you. I think about, like, 
spending time in God's word. So like I say, set a time, uh, maybe in the morning, 10 minutes of your time. Right. To to pray and say, God, hey, and it, it can be real prayer. Like you ain't gotta talk to God like Holy Father in the ma- you know, majesty. Now you can actually say, Hey God, <laughs> man, it's my first time praying, don't know how to do this, but I need you. Like he understands that. Um, so like talk to him, like for pray for pray for like maybe like five minutes and just talk to him and say, Hey, I just want to get to know you more. Then actually, now spend like 10 minutes in this word, maybe starting from the gospels, maybe Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And being able to just read, like read that, and just and allow the Holy Spirit to just kind of speak to you. Ask God, like when I read it, I also want to pray about, like, say, okay, God, what are you trying to reveal to me? Right. Then after, then after that, takes get some, get you a journal, write some little notes. Oh, God is a good God. Oh, God did this miracle. Oh, you know, just so we can be in the routine and prepared for what God is about to do. Yeah. And those small habits, like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna pray for five minutes. I'm gonna read for ten minutes and pray over it. Then I'm gonna take some notes. And that stuff is going to eventually turn into a habit. But also now you're starting to know Christ more right. and get in a relationship with him more. Now you like hungry for his presence um, for that too. So I think the biggest thing is setting some intentional time with him. Yeah. And then like, you know, of course, I think God says like, I want to change your heart. Then I change your habits. So he just wants your heart. He just wants your heart first. He's not telling you, you know, some of the things you're struggling with, your addictions, you may be still working through that process, but he's like, I just want you first. Yeah. Uh, let me have you first and then I'll do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so uh, I would say I would encourage anybody um, that doesn't know who God is or just struggling to like find out who he is to f- make intentional time uh, with God and just kind of pray to him. And this is a person that knows you. Yeah. He already, like before you was in bo- even born, that he loved you and chose you anyway. Yeah. He knows everything about you. So, he uh, knows more about you than you know about you. Exactly. He knows everything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think uh, just talking to him yeah. and starts with prayer. I think my, my steps are probably prayer. And right. then, then I started reading the scripture and his word. And then I started writing notes. Um, so I said, take those, you know, three, three things and slowly develop. And those 10 minutes, may eventually happen like okay 15 next right. week you know once you feel like oh i've been doing this consistently let's level up yeah now you know let's not stay in this baby face let's level up and let's continue to grow yeah that's awesome no. thank you landon no problem all right landon um so we talked about god's purpose a little about yourself um i just want to thank you so much for being the first guest on the message podcast Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. it's been so fun um i really appreciate your time yeah, uh, I want to say thank you, uh, Malaya, for even having me. I know we talked about this. I was like, when I saw Malaya, I was like, yeah, I want to be your, I want to be on your podcast. I'm excited. I'm like, because I'll be listening to this podcast and message podcast, and I'm like, I got, I, I like this. I want to yeah, be on. I want to be. A, I want to be a part of this, and I know God is uh, doing something through you um, and using this as a ministry opportunity. And I love uh, what He's doing. You have so many gifts that God has given you, and I want you to continue to walk in that authority and walk in that power. Um, that God has given you and just continue to go by faith and that he will never leave you or forsaking you and he's holding you um, and he has big plans in store. Um, yeah, so I, you, yeah, Landon. and also I, w- I do want to encourage anybody watching this, tell your friends, <laughs> tell your mama, tell your granddaddy <laughs> to watch this because it's, hey, God is up to something with this podcast. Amen. And me and Malaya were just talking and she was like, this is not even about me. This is about Jesus. And that just shows her true heart of for Christ and um, to want want people to know who he is. Um, so thank you. Oh, thanks, yeah. Landon. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message with me and Landon, and I'll catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>